0: I have in my possession a gift that I can give you. Okay. This gift can do one of two things and you can only pick one of these. Okay. You can either use my gift to bring back a mechanic trope style a video game or Mm -hmm. you can use the same tool to remove a current trope mechanic style video game
1: mm-hmm. and if you do this it never can come back just know that interesting uh before i answer a couple things mm-hmm. one are, are we good on the audio uh i mean it People looks like it on my end i can turn it, turn it clear up clear us
0: uh yeah
1: you're in that okay that uh also are we talking about dead space i'm working on that okay sorry sorry Um, sorry
0: listeners chase is being overly critical right now
1: well johnny's not here so somebody's got to write the ship johnny's our quality control guy (laughs) yes that's terrible that's a joke that's not true um all right a mechanic uh, a mechanic or trope or something to bring back or a mechanic to get rid of entirely uh i i feel like i'm gonna go with the get rid of because I I feel like anybody could bring anything back. I'm not, and I also feel like there are so many people out there making games that even if I said one, it's like, oh, I wish they brought that back. Somebody could immediately go, oh, they did. It's it's here in this game, this game, in this game. Sure. Um. So I I think the easier answer here is to take something away. Um. And I I think I I mean this is. I'm sorry Bobby this is just such an easy answer I I would I would take away VR <laughs> I would just kill VR dead I'd yep. I'd put it in the ground uh I hope. we've had talks about this I've heard the arguments on this that it's not an opportunity cost thing it's not you know, somebody making a VR game doesn't mean you can't have your other video games that you care about and I agree with that to an extent but especially when I see something like the the um, the psych odyssey, the double fine psych odyssey docu- documentary. Sure. Part of that uh, at the beginning is before they get into Psychonauts two proper, they're doing Rhombus of Ruin, which is the, the PS VR exclusive game. And while it helped them figure out what they wanted to do with the uh, with Psychonauts two and, and kind of helps springboard them in there. Like that is something where I could go, yeah, you built like a VR game that's supposed to bridge the two things. And I mean, that's the continuation of a story that I would like to know. And I only got to briefly see at a pax one time because I'm not going to shell out, you know, three, four, five hundred bucks for a for a headset to to learn that stuff. I mean, it's not like Half-Life Alex is not Half-Life 3, but it's a continuation of that story that I'll just never see because, again, I'm not going to shell out the the type of money that Valve wants me to shell out for that. Um, so I think there is a bit of an opportunity cost for somebody like me. Um, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, you I know I've never been a big fan of VR. Yeah, I, of I enjoyed... Super hot VR. When I went over to your place and played it, I liked playing Tetris Effect in VR. Um, I played. Um, it makes a good the, demo. What's the Astro? Yes, Astro Bot Rescue Mission. Yep, um, and and liked that too. And then I played like Beat Saber, and it was fine. Um, but I re I really liked Super Hot VR. But also, I just really like Super Hot. Totally, man. Uh, no. How about you, Bobby? You you asked the question. I assume you have an answer to this. You know, I think, I think a
0: lot about it. I don't know how to, like, articulate it, and I, it's getting a bit better. I I might just be getting old here, man, but I, mm-hmm. I really would love to see less PvP focus and more PvE inclusion. Like, I think that should change. The whole past two decades, PvP's been evergreen, but I think that with, with all kinds of reasons, there's a, a place for PvE to be more in the spotlight.
1: I, I you know what I was actually really close to saying battle royale as yeah. as one of my other options. Uh, you know, uh, despite this is going to sound weird coming from me because uh, despite my love of games like Destiny, I think just live service games in general would be another one. Because yeah, we'll we'll talk about it in part of our news section. But you know, as a person who cares about game preservation, when games go away in different forms, uh, I don't like that and. No. Uh, when you put your game as an always online live service thing, uh, it puts it puts a, an expiration date on on your game. 100% eventually that you will that you will take that down someday. Could be tomorrow. It could be 20 years from now, but someday nobody's going to know what that game is because they just don't have access to it. And I think that sucks. So you know what won't be taken down? The casual <laughs> well. hour. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? I bet uh, Twitch could take us down real quick if they wanted to.
0: Uh, well, we are the casual hour. We are two-thirds of the casual hour. Johnny is out sick, and uh, that's going to net him a few more points. And on we, the, we made we made him that way. We made, we him, made sick. him sick. And he's not the good sick. He's not sick. No. He's just sick. I um <laughs> but chase is not sick he's sick and he's here i'm 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 definitely sick yeah he's definitely sick uh chase is here chase how are you i'm good good we've got a fun show for you tonight we got some video games to talk about uh you're gonna hear a little bit about that diablo 4 beta that's fine uh you're gonna hear about another beta for exo primal and you're gonna hear some sons of the force stuff Chase mentioned it. We got some news in the back half. We're going to talk a little bit about Respawn. We're going to talk about Arcane. We're going to talk about Destiny, of course, and uh, maybe some stuff with Valve. So stick around; it'll be a good time. Chase, you said you're not playing anything.
1: Uh, I'm not. This is this has been a busy week. Uh, there's been a, a lot of sports out there that I care about. It's March March Madness. Got to watch. Uh, here, you know what? I'll, I'll show. I'll show the people. Uh, this is my. Well, this is the the actual bracket. This is this is my bracket. Um, you see a lot of red, a lot of a lot of red highlighter on that. Uh, that means I did poorly. Uh, <laughs> no good. Uh, yeah, don't don't pick Purdue as your champion, uh, even when they're number one seed because they uh, lost. They're only the second number one seed to lose to a 16 seed in the first round. Yeah. Um, Pretty bad, pretty bad. Um, anyway, so I've been watching a lot of basketball. That's been fun. Uh, my Missouri Tigers have also been eliminated now, uh, but they had a good run. Did did better than anybody thought they would. Um, so I'm pretty happy about that. And then uh, while that tournament is still going on, we just got through the first couple rounds. Um, in The game started up tomorrow or yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Um the uh, World Baseball Classic ended, which is a a large scale baseball tournament that has kind of been gaining traction. Uh, It's played every three years and uh, and it's it's kind of got it kind of blew up this year. Nice. Um, And there were some really good teams and some incredible games. Uh, So I've been spending most of my evenings watching basketball and then baseball. So I haven't really played much. I have like the only thing I have played is the thing that I will not talk about anymore, uh, at least on the what you've been playing segment. We will talk about it a little bit in news, uh, but it's it's the D word. Um, so I've definitely been playing more of that. And then uh, I'm, I've been trying to find time to go back to Opus um, Echo of Star Song, the, the game that is on my backlog roulette uh, for this month. I just have I've I've really only had the I think I've had two sessions where I played it and I haven't gotten super far into mm-hmm. it. I like it. this is it. your I, pick I really for anybody who's not aware. Chase does a spin the
0: wheel every month to pick a game from his backlog for March during our March preview
1: episode. He mm-hmm. picked Opus. Well, Lady Luck picked Opus. I, I picked nothing. Um, but yes, I, I do want to get back to that. It's kind of a, a visual novel with some RPG elements to it. I think it's really cool. I just need to make some time to actually play it. And that's been difficult with all the sports and all of the D word stuff going on. So uh, that that's basically it for me. I, I promise uh, I'll i will get to the I'll get back to, to gaming here. Uh, you producing. love baseball and love uh,
0: baseball. I'm going to follow your lead. And I'm going to also talk about a D word. And uh, that D word is Diablo for beta, which if you pre-ordered the Every game d words uh, that was not my d-word but it's not his d-word it, it is yours it is mine uh if you bought a kfc double down sandwich or pre-ordered diablo 4 uh, you will a be able to d. you that's were a double able, d word. double d uh you would have been able to check out diablo 4 closed beta last weekend where they had three classes available they had the sorcerer they had the barbarian and they had the rogue that you could log on and play this game and uh i checked it out johnny and i streamed, we streamed it on friday uh with friend of the show jason and friend of the show jared and i gotta tell you diablo 4 really fucking cool it is more diablo and it is good diablo
1: i guess that's my big question is what's different in diablo 4 compared to a diablo 3
0: First and foremost, it's gorgeous. They've done a complete graphical overhaul. It looks... Alpha 3 was pretty nice looking. It, it was pretty nice looking. I actually, like, did not realize how much of an improvement they made until people posted some side-by-sides of character models today. And yeah. that was really jarring to see. Uh, they've added a really big focus on making this feel more like an actual open-world game. And it does. You have side quests. You have different territories you go into and they've even added mounts. They weren't unlocked in the beta, but you can now get a mount that you can traverse the world with, and that's really cool as well. There's public events now, and as you're playing the game, you're seeing a bunch of other fucking people running around playing the game too, and you can happen to come across a public event very much like a Destiny or other MMO, and that's really cool. You can do um, dungeons where you'll see other people running around in there as well. I, I found that to be really neat. It feels to me, A lot like how diablo immortal played and i i think i had even mentioned it when i was playing that game i can absolutely see this being how diablo 4 will feel because the world felt full of people there were events that you could go and do you could easily link up for daily challenges they had great matchmaking i see that happening here for sure they've added a bunch of different things to what not a bunch of different things but they've done some tweaking to the character classes the sorcerer is now way more elemental and you can do some really broken stuff with that it's one of the most broken builds i've seen of a character um you can do ice fire you can do um i mean i don't know what electrical but the big thing is this hydra move that it has where it basically three heads of hydra come up out of the ground and just start doing area of effect kind of like a turret shot it's really fucking broken in an awesome way Uh, The questing seems good. You got some dialogue choices. A big one that I really enjoyed, full character customization. You can go in and make your uh, character look exactly how you want your barbarian to look. They've also brought in, um, I guess, is it transmogging? Is that how you would call that around like some of the stuff with armor? Transmog is generally what it's called, yeah. So they've got a whole system with that. You can do loadouts. Um, You can change, like if you're picking up new armor on the go, and you've got a transmog set. It doesn't matter what you put on; you're going to stay and look the same. So that was a really shitty thing for me playing Immortal. Is that my my barbarian looked like a big doofus half the time until like near end game. But you can make them look a certain type of way.
1: That can be kind of fun too, though. Is yeah. I'm sorry, uh, I know you like this as well in your video games. You want you want the your equipment to actually show up on your character. Yep. And transmog is is cool in that you get to make your character look exactly like you want them to but it's also kind of a double-edged sword in in that way of oh I just picked up this this cool new shield I want to see what it looks like and if you already have the transmog on then it just looks like the same shield you already had but but I mean it's better to have that option than to not have that option so one one of the cool things
0: with that too yeah I I agree with you And one of the things I really liked about this is, whenever you have your loot, um, it'll have an option where it's like, hey, if you salvage this, you unlock this. And so when you go back to town, you're not only getting materials to craft, which is a whole new system. um, You can now go in and say, I really liked how that legendary or that epic or whatever looked. I salvaged it. I got some shit from it. And now that's unlocked forever in my inventory and I can just apply the look of that across the board, which I think is really neat. So that stuff's really cool. Uh, the story seems pretty straightforward. You're fighting Lilith in this one, but for the most part, I, I think it's, it is more of like, I haven't played a lot outside of the beta. Um, it's, it feels like they're sidestepping more than they're jumping forward in some ways from like the, the Diablo stuff. This feels exactly what I thought like three and immortal like built up together would be and like it mm-hmm. feels like the evolution for them so i'm really digging it uh there's an open beta uh the if you're listening to this as it came out today on i think that would be the 24th you'll be able to go in and play this game without purchasing it and they're going to unlock three more classes you get the i think two more i'm sorry you get druid and the necromancer which are both the two classes i'm most
1: excited about very cool. That's cool. That's cool. I, I think I mean, I have nothing against Diablo. Um, I haven't played much of it. I played a little bit of three and um, I mean, didn't didn't hate it, just kind of played it a little bit on the switch and then didn't play much more of it. Um, I feel like if I were to play a Diablo, we, we talked about this when Immortal came out and I, you know, we'll talk about it again, I guess. Um, I want to play two. Like two is the one that that people revere. Like that. That was peak Diablo. That was I remember. Like sitting in my middle school uh, English class, and my teacher. We we had some free time at one point, and he just opens up his laptop and starts playing Diablo two, and the rest of us crowd around, going, "What is this? This is nuts." Um, and I know that like it's gotten. It's uh, I, what did they call it? Their their remastered edition that's that's out there, yeah. um, and it's out on the Switch, and I think it has controller support. Um, it does. Well, if it's on the Switch, it has to, right? Yep. Um. So part of me thinks, like, if I was going to go back to a Diablo, if I was going to go and play a Diablo, it would probably go back to two, uh, or you know what? Hey, you still own three, you dummy. You should just go and play the one that you already own. Um. So that's probably what's going to happen. I. I really liked the original Torchlight. I but I liked how small and contained it was. And then once Torchlight 2 came out it was this bigger, weirder, uh in my opinion, worse thing. I I don't know. I don't know how There's... big I want those games to be. So you saying that it's open world like sounds enticing to a person who has played Diablo games before and wants something new, yeah. but I think for me I'm I'm looking for more of that relatively condensed experience out of it so one other thing i'll call out here
0: um that might well i haven't asked for you but i have one more thing to to call diablo 3 on pc did not have controller support and when you said it for diablo 2 they added it there which was great but they did not add Mm -hmm. it for three playing with a controller is going to get me in trouble probably on pc feels incredible that is my preferred method of playing it uh the last thing i want to say to you is you should download it this weekend And just run a little bit with me.
1: Just see what it feels like. This weekend I'm out of town, but Ah. you know, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, Um, let let me ask you this one question before we move on. Uh, You played a decent amount of Immortal. I beat it. Um, Oh, okay. Then you played quite a bit of Immortal. Um, How uh, we talked a little bit about this offline, but like, how do these games compare in a way? uh, It's from what we talked about you said it sounds like some kind of dna moved into four from immortal like they built in the some concepts the, the controller support feels
0: i played immortal with a controller and it feels very similar in how you would map things that you have way more control here than what you do like on um immortal but mm-hmm. the the triggers and the mappings are similar uh and then the like lived in world, the MMO esque ness of this is absolutely there. The Di- Diablo Immortal felt like a gotcha treadmill in a lot right. of ways. Mm-hmm. This this does not feel that way. This feels like you're playing Diablo three, but there just happens to be public events and people that you can encounter in the world. That's it.
1: Is there a battle pass of
0: some sort in this game? There is, and okay. that was also one thing that you know people were really up in arms about. My understanding is that this is a cosmetic battle pass that you're going to be getting here. Um I bought the deluxe edition cuz it gets you the game a little bit early. It gets you the battle pass and like the content that comes with it. I was like the $99 version and that one there's an $89 one and then a 99. And the 99 gets you the earlier access, but it also no, I think they both do. You jump ahead in the battle pass. You unlock a bunch of yeah. stuff at the beginning. And uh yeah, so I got that. Yeah.
1: You know what? Back to the cold open. Maybe a battle pass is what I might kill as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess it goes with live service games uh, in a way. But battle, like, man, battle royals. yeah, battle passes, man. Some sometimes it's just like, hey, what if you just put the shit in your game and I didn't have to go through a bunch of bullshit each time yeah. and potentially pay you more money for this game that I already paid you for? Um, how about how about like auction house stuff? I know that was stuff that got uh, Diablo three in trouble when it first. Came I, out. Had,
0: I did not see anything with that okay all right could be well, there cool. could not be yeah that's the Alba four i'm gonna be checking that out again this weekend uh as i mentioned druid and the uh necromancer my favorite classes to check out
1: when is the uh official 1.0 release date june
0: well june 6 i think or june 2nd one of those two like it's in that range early june Okay. Like the first week of june sounds good yep. Uh, I also checked out another beta, not nearly as much because this coincided with the Diablo beta, but Exoprimal. This is that new Capcom game. People have called it Anthem with Dinosaurs. Uh, it's like hordes yeah. and hordes of dinosaurs. Uh, I got to check this out, and I walked away from that with a lot of emotions. And I okay. I re- originally saw, I'm like, this looks dumb. And the best, like, portals opening the sky and shit tons of dinosaurs. I'm like, I like yeah. that. I also like anthem it's
1: like physics it, I, we're not just talking about like oh portal opens and some dinosaurs pop out like no, no no it's like a physics test this is like back on the uh what was it the playstation 2 or playstation 3 i think it was the three where they did like the rubber duck test and yes. it's just just it's just Dude. a wave Oops, of rubber ducks, rubber ducks in. so like just replace rubber ducks with velociraptors and that's what exo primal uh looked like in its first uh trailer so I'm not going to bury the lead here.
0: I'm not going to bury any lead further. Here's what I'm going to tell you this is way more of a PvP game than what they're letting on. Oh, that's. And it, I mean, but here's the thing. I, I don't know if I should say it that way. It is like, what if we took some elements of Gambit and mixed it with Overwatch?
1: Yeah, like it's a PvPVE thing, sure. Like yeah. you're you're trying to do stuff, but then oh, there are these hordes of dinosaurs that are in your Correct. way as you're trying to do stuff.
0: So they have it's okay. a it's a character game in the sense, just like in Overwatch. There's all these different mechs that you can pilot, so you can customize your your character, and your character in game can just switch, and a new mech suit will come in and they'll go into it. But they're named mech suits, and they have power abilities. And they're even broken down like, hey, here's the support class. This is your tank. They do it that way, which is cool. Um, but it is like a three-stage event. It's not quite a game show. The first two waves, if I remember correctly, you are – that's when the dinosaurs are coming in. And you are seeing the hordes of come, them coming in. And while you're doing it, they'll be like, hey, the opposing team is further ahead of you on this right now. And so they're making further progress so then they'll do like a quick ghost version of the team alongside you and you can kind of see where they're at and what they're doing that was fun and and really cool i played as um the like that i guess i would call, was it like soldier 76 on overwatch is that his name yeah that's basically like the suit that i used here on this it was it was like the gen- i don't call it generic but it was the yellow suit from anthem just your standard ass suit uh, but then the third one, the third phase of this is they're like, okay, you need to go in and pick up Power cores. And by the way, the other team's trying to pick them up right now as well. So the third and final act, and which was the, the longest act, is just straight up PvP shooting each other in your your mech suits. Mm. Um, I didn't care for that that much, but the gameplay felt awesome. Everybody has like two abilities in an alt. My character, uh, his suit, kind of fillets open and all these arms come out with like different guns and you're just shooting like a barrage of bullets that you can then mow people down with and that was fucking awesome to see like all these raptors coming in and you do that there's some really big like there's a melee tank that looks like a hulk buster that seems like a lot of fun you can do the like battlefront like hey you've unlocked an actual dinosaur to come in that you can control And then you're playing as a dinosaur that you just go and chomp up other robots with. It's very dumb and very good. And I I liked it a whole lot. Like, I was loving all that stuff. I thought it felt good. I was like, this will be a really cool game to play with the friends. And then the PvP stuff lingered, and it was just dumb. I'm like, I would just want to, like, go through this shitty game show of hunting dinosaurs as mechs. I don't want to fight the other team. But, I I, again...
1: It's, outlier, it's a real there. it's a real shame that Anthem was bad. Like, I know. God, <laughs> Anthem, Anthem had some stuff in it that I thought was was pretty interesting and cool. And, and then it just ended up being such a bummer of a video I game. know. I, I guess. I mean, I didn't really know what this game was until you told me here. Um, so I guess that kind of disappoints me. I guess I guess the next one of these that I'm cautiously optimistic for is that Arc Raider Arc Raiders game. Um yeah. like yeah. May, maybe that'll be the thing that pulls me away from from destiny and allows us to you know go in and have some fun. And uh it's not mech suits exactly, but it's you fighting robots in like yeah. bigger co-op monster huntery ways, which could be kind of cool. Um yeah, just here, PvP here, is not that's not that's not why I'm in the video games. This is days. what I will say. This game is gonna be a day one launch on
0: Game Pass. I think that is a perfect fucking thing. It'll be, yeah. I can easily see myself running through a little bit of it, but it's got the battle pass stuff in there as well. I think all that shit's there. Uh, Chase, I have one more small update to share with you tonight, and that is on Sons of the Forest, a game that we have streamed and talked about. We have not done a quick look for, uh, which I want to change, but I we finally set up camp. We found we found a spot, and I've been building.
1: And when you say we, you mean you, Johnny, and friend of the show, Jason? Mm-hmm. Yep. We okay. have a save because uh, I have not played this game. Just you have not you have not played it. Let the audience know.
0: Um, we had been kind of just in like three small shacks for the really a long time, and we've been talking like, hey, I want to find a spot to start building a base, and then go full death stranding and build my network of zip lines. That's my next plan, but. You know to the surprise of nobody, Jason and Johnny have been MIA when it comes to doing the work. And I like to build, you know, this. Johnny's got a lot of active octopath traveler to play. So he, he's got a lot of that to play. The thing about building games, especially like this, is I need people to help me get resources because that's the grind. You're going out chopping trees and all that shit. Right. The point I want to make is we've talked about Kelvin, we've talked about Virginia on here a lot. This was one of the absolute coolest experiences. And it's hard for me to say that like this is best moment because it was a really long sequence here, but I'm building. And as I'm like doing shit, I'm like, okay, fuck, I need to get this going. I don't have that. Oh shit. Kelvin's here. Kelvin, go get, go get me all these things. Kelvin goes and does it. All of a sudden I hear a gunshot. Virginia has been walking around me the entire time I've been out here working on this and as the enemies came in, she she like shot one, alerted me because I was like building, not focused on anything going on. And it was just, it's it's kind of sad because I got so excited because I'm playing this by myself. Where it's a game that's mm-hmm. best together. It is such a cool fucking thing, man. It was so fucking cool.
1: It is like on on one hand, I could see, I could make an argument. I'm not making this argument, but one could make the argument that. Okay. the 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 solution that they've made is what if we just play the game for you uh, over here so you can play the other game over here? And to to an extent, that's that's true. But what it's really doing is is simulating what it would be like to have Johnny or Jason there. Yeah. And totally. and so we, I think we, we made this analogy or I made this analogy. One of the other times we talked about this is it, it feels a little bit more like the modern Monster Hunter games where you have your um, Palico who yep. can do many more things. It's not just. Oh, yeah. It. Soloing uh, Monster Hunter games, I would say not fun. Um, I've I've done that in the past uh, yep. and and hated it, which is probably why I still don't like Monster Hunter today. Um, but when you have the Palico that can fight with you, that can draw aggro from the monsters who could, I think they can cook. Can your Palico cook? They can like help get food and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. So like you can, you can have your Palico help you with healing. Like you can, you can do things where it feels like you're not alone in this. You have a little AI buddy who is simulating the, the feeling of having somebody else with you, which is. The best way to play Monster Hunter is to have other people with you battling, battling the thing. So you're not solo. Um, so I, I guess I, I can understand why this is a really cool thing. But part of me is like, okay, so so the game is playing itself a little bit, so you can just focus on one part of it. Yeah, I mean, if there would have been somebody in Subnautica that
0: could collect things or like help me find oxygen, that would have been great. Like even here, it's one of those bits where I just feel, yes. They're, they are gaming their own game in a way, Mm -hmm. but they've made it in such a fun way where I do feel like, Hey, I, I want, I know that you need to go do all these things, Johnny, but like, I just kind of want you to follow me around and help me get things for a bit. And that's not fun for the other person. Like, it's just not, if you're not into it, it's not there. But as somebody I'm looking at, this as like, I have the best build resource. It's almost like I can then open up this palette, get into it uh we and the last thing i'll share is we found an awesome location um my my big thing i've mentioned that i like optimization games i like to do factory building i like building all this shit when you're playing a survival craft game the most important thing you can do is survive and i see so many people who look for just like a kick-ass looking location that's a big part of it but you need to have something in these games that you can cover your basic needs do you have the food source that you would need do you have the shelter that you would need and in this game, when there's seasons, a lot of the streams freeze, so you're, you're limited on what you can do from like a thirst perspective. And with running water, you also get fish. There's other wildlife. I found an awesome spot that there's a natural kind of like glacier flow from the mountains, it looks like. And the pond has such a current going through it, it never freezes. So I've kind of built on this to where we have water year round. We've got the entire mountain range and the lake that covers at least a fourth of our property. To help with attacks. It's fucking awesome. We're going to stream it uh, in a few weeks. We're getting through Mario Kart and Diablo. But we'll be back to show it off. And it's really fucking cool.
1: From a, just from an in-game time standpoint. When you're when you're talking about like being able to last through a winter. How many quote unquote years have you put into Sons of the Forest? Do you Do you know? Have an
0: idea? I've seen I think six or seven winters so okay. far. Uh, I was pulling up my library really quick to let you know just what my current, um, I'm at 49.2 hours right now on Sons of the Forest. So a lot of time spent there
1: and that's it i i know you're loving the game and and i know uh it, it might be some of the stuff that you're bringing to these characters but i have heard many stories about both virginia and kelvin i assume that they're going to show up in something like a best new character of the year category if and when we make Dude, one can i just share one 30 second thing
0: that virginia did yep, go for it she does this thing where she will drop food off at your feet in the morning and then they will come and. Like, basically, say, hey, come follow me. I follow them. She goes to a bush. There's a bird in the bush, and you can shoot birds to get feathers. She does a roundhouse kick on the bird and starts to eat said bird right in front of me. And she's just covered in blood, and there's, like, feathers from where she kicked it. And she just goes, hmm, thumbs up after she did it. It was so good. With her third arm? Uh, She does her thumbs up with her... Her well, her third arm is on her left side, above her shoulder. So she does it with her actual—I don't know if it's actual, her original. I don't know her lower yeah. left arm.
1: Yeah, I don't know how to talk about three-armed people. It's, uh, it's she's good. She's good. Uh, all, right. all right, Chase. That's it for the games I've been playing. It's, it's not though. It's not though because you've been playing one other very important game that we I don't need think to I talk have. Folks about. I don't. I, it, I mean. Oh, you're talking about that new Bethesda
0: Doom game that came out on mobile today with the tiny it's, Master Chiefs. I, I didn't want about. to talk
1: about, you know, 3Ds tonight. No, but. I'm talking about I'm talking about three very specific letters, Bobby. M.T.G. Bobby, M-T-G. you're a magic player now. You've been playing Magic the Gathering. That's not what I thought you were going to talk about. I, I have no idea what you thought I was going to talk about. We're talking about the, magic the gathering. <laughs> Oh, that well, yeah, we'll, yeah, well,
0: uh, I have. I am, I am at, life choices. I, yes, that's true. Uh, I have been, uh, it, it's every three years, it seems, we do something dumb together. Uh, first was make the show, second was every day we
1: do something dumb together,
0: <laughs> Pokemon cards, and uh, most recently chase and johnny said hey bobby let's go to johnny's house get some really good food and we're gonna play magic the gathering
1: yeah so uh, i'll i'll say this i i played magic the gathering in high school um and then when i went to college i didn't have anyone to play with and and kind of just fell out of the game um but there were there were a handful of blocks that i played and got way into it for for a time um and Johnny has recently been getting into it and he talks to me a little bit about it cuz i can understand some of the stuff that he's talking about when it comes to like oh the he bought different, more cards different, today different colors today. yeah of course he bought more cards today he's always buying more cards did he cards, tell you what he, he got yeah some commander decks for like 40k bullshit or whatever the fuck <laughs> yes. i don't know um <laughs> sick he's a sicko I mean, I'm also sick. I was looking looking up old deck lists of champions of Kamigawa, which is like a, a set of cards that came out over a decade ago. I was thinking, oh, uh, these decks are all really expensive now, because of course they are. They're all a decade old uh, decade plus old. But like, oh, what if I got like the proxy cards? I could I could just buy all the cards that I want. Mm, I don't know. I didn't end up doing it because I do have some slight willpower. But uh, anyway, Johnny was talking about Magic the Gathering. I've been reading Romance of the Three Kingdoms um, and I was thinking more about the the Three Kingdoms magic set they made way, way back in the day. And we we just kind of were in a position where it was like, oh God, are we going to play some magic? Maybe we're going to play some magic. Um, so we did. We, we we had a had a night where we hung out together. Uh, just me and Johnny. Bobby wasn't a part of this. We didn't think he'd want to be a part of our I wasn't uh, that ball. sicko yet. Yeah, um, so we we played a handful of of hands with uh, some different sets of cards, some new stuff, some old stuff, um, and and had a good time. And Johnny's like, you know what, Bobby might like this. I was like, Bobby's not gonna like this, but we can try. Uh, so we we did have you uh, come over. We tried to teach you the game with some some pretty easy like starter thirty card decks, um, yeah. <laughs> decks that I got like packs East almost a decade ago, like seven, eight years ago. And uh, and but they're like these really easy 30 card decks that that have really simple mechanics to them that we thought you'd be uh, good to learn with. And we played we played a handful of uh, of hands. We played some three way matches. We played a little heads up one to one. Um, I I guess I'm most interested in hearing your thoughts about the game mechanically um, and how you like it compared to some of the other kind of card games that you've played uh both in in real life and and video games as well
0: i i like it a whole lot um i've actually been playing a little bit of it on my phone and now you're a sicko i I wouldn't even do that (laughs) now now i'm a sicko uh i think it makes a lot more sense it's 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 a very dense game but i think a lot more approachable than some of the other card mechanics i've encountered out there Uh, Pokemon uh, trading card game is like probably the oldest one of these that I've played before and it's fine. It's a good time. But like, I've always was more gravitated towards like, oh, I got a kick-ass card versus I got a kick-ass card to play with. It was always about, you know, like the really neat artwork and stuff for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but this one I think is great. It reminded me the most probably to how I approached the first part of Inscription and how yeah. I I approached playing with like okay you need to have this to feed this that's out there, I can then also use a few items or spells that I would have as the person sitting across from uh, Lishi or Lishi Lishi, and uh, that was really cool and that's what this game reminded me of the most.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that's I think that's totally fair from a video game perspective. That's probably the closest one of the things that you've played I means something like Hearthstone is is obviously a, a much closer thing to what Magic the Gathering is going for. Uh, I've played some Hearthstone. It's it's fine. It's it's a little different from what I like. Um, yeah, I I think it's I think it's great that you uh, that you enjoyed it. We've got another night that we're setting up to uh, to get us all together and to play some more. Maybe we'll even try some some. Deeper strategy decks. Um, I also just found like I had a ton of cards that uh, I don't know when I got them, (laughs) but uh, they're all no, 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 not not more than we talked about last time. But um, I found all these cards that I guess I had opened from packs and then just not not packs with an axe packs like booster packs. Um, But I'd open these booster packs and then I guess I just stored them all together in order. So like in, in the booster pack order where it I mean a a common a booster pack of magic cards goes like I don't know ten it's like nine or ten common cards and then two uncommon cards and then a rare card. And so I'm just going through these cards and going, wait a minute, these are a bunch of commons and then a couple of uncommons and then a rare. A bunch of commons, a couple uncommons, and a rare. Like, did I store these as <laughs> as what? they were boosters? Um, like, I don't have the wrappers for the packs anymore, but I just had them all here. So, uh, and I didn't even remember these cards. They're from a set I don't <laughs> that would have been way after I started playing or I stopped playing. But I've got all these cards, and so I decided to put them into blocks where now we can do drafting. Um, Oh, cool. Magic Magic Gathering is a is a much better game to try to draft uh, draft your decks. We've tried it with Pokemon before. It doesn't work with Pokemon because Pokemon cards evolve by their nature. So if you end up getting like a a Charmeleon, you're like, well, this sucks because I can't play this unless I get a Charmander. And ideally I'd want to have a Charizard to be able to turn it into. But Magic Gathering has very few cards that require another card for them to be useful uh, or at least uh, usable, if not uh, have their full power there. So that might be something we try uh, another yep. night when you're feeling a little bit more comfortable, because I think part one of the more fun things about magic is building the deck. And that's not something you got to do because we just used these pre-constructed decks that we had. Um, but I think that'll be the next step is. When you're thinking about strategy for these cards, it's ooh, I like I like this card because it makes my opponent discard some stuff. Oh, this card's gonna go really well with that uh, and synergize with that. And then you just start building your your deck. Um, so I, I think those could be fun, and I've oh, I've got like ten of these blocks, so we can do a ton of drafts if we wanted to. Uh, oh, I don't fun. know where I got all these fucking cards. Anyway, um so that I just wanted to mention that to the audience we're we're starting to play some magic we might become further magic sickos um but honestly I'm I Johnny's been getting way into like all the new cards like the the especially the licensed stuff the we talked yeah. about the 40k commander decks but he's also pre-ordered a bunch of the Lord of the Rings cards um whereas I I think I'm viewing it from a much more nostalgic lens where I want to go back and play Uh, Mirrodin decks or Champions of Kamigawa decks that I like those those are the times that I was playing and I like those mechanics and I want to go back to those Um, But we'll see I mean there's a good mix of of stuff in there for everybody anyway so yes we've been we've been playing some magic and then and then yes you you made a terrible mistake and started playing destiny and we'll talk about that maybe another time maybe we'll talk about that with Johnny uh, when he's back uh, since we've all been playing now but I, I absolutely did not expect uh, nor really want uh, you or Johnny to come and play Destiny with me this season. And yet you both have come back and I don't Careful know what you wish for. I, I beat didn't it. wish for it. I didn't it wish screen. for it. I wish. Oh, nothing. my
0: God. <laughs> All right, Chase. So let's talk about what's happening in the world around us. What do you got for the news this week?
1: Yeah, first uh, a couple of these are Johnny stories, so are uh, stories that Johnny put up here. So I I don't know them intimately, but uh for our casual report here, Respawn opens a third studio to keep Apex Legends going for quote 10 to 15 years. Okay. Um I I mean I, I I guess that's good in that, hey, we have we have a studio that's thinking specifically about Apex. So then, hey, maybe we can have some studios that are thinking about yeah. Titanfall or yeah. uh, I mean, I know they're doing Star Wars Jedi stuff. Uh, what's the new one called? Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they just showed up a trailer for that,
0: didn't they? The story one. They talk about yeah. uh, who the character in the uh, back to the tank was. They talk about some returning characters uh it's a character from the high republic chase
1: oh did you read that book
0: started to it's over two he's like over 200 years old and he's from that
1: era so we need to figure out why they've kept him on ice nice i I mean i i've seen some cal kestis visuals so uh you know yeah that's that's something i guess um yeah i mean hey Uh, I'm glad that Respawn is thriving there at EA. Uh, Not a lot of things seem to be. So it's good that they've got uh, an ace up their sleeve Uh, and good that they good that somebody like Apex has kept Respawn in good graces to be able to go out and do the things they want to do while they also have this this kind of cash cow going. It's it's similar to I mean, I don't think Epic has really taken advantage of it in the way that I want to want them to. But, hey, we've got this Fortnite that's printing money for us. Now we can do whatever we want because we know that's going to keep keep paying out. Um, But, yeah, I I think that's good. Good, good growth for those people. Um, Arcane is working on removing their always online component from the single player mode in Redfall. I'm not Um, surprised by this i'm i am i'm surprised by this in the fact that uh you see more companies putting these kind of systems in which as we talked about earlier i hate because it, it puts an expiration date in your game uh if somebody buys a disc of redfall and doesn't have an internet internet connection for some reason uh they would just be fucked but uh arcane is going hey we're we know that some some of you guys out there don't like it our game doesn't specifically have any real reason to have that i think the one thing they cited was you know we use it for uh for big data stuff of being able to to track uh you know we're not tracking personal data but we're we're tracking the way people play the game and being able to to see where people get caught up on different things or to see content that people keep playing so we can adjust the way that we continue to make the game. Um it sounds, I, think I think overall, it's just better to rip that shit out because, like, well, let the game be fucking playable.
0: Here's the other thing about that. Uh, Brad Shoemaker was talking on the most recent Nextlander. He had a hands-on 90-minute preview with this game. And he says, it is a single-player-ass, single-player game. It is not a Left for Dead game. Yeah, And it is more akin to like the Far Cry games where you could play that with somebody else if you wanted to and they they should make this as offline as it can be for people who just want to have that single player experience. Which
1: the game sounds. Can really... you also say they don't they don't even have bots? Like if you're playing solo, yeah. you're playing solo. Like yeah, if if other yourself. people want to join you, you can you totally. can play with that. But it's it isn't you you do not have a Kelvin uh, to no. help you fight vampires. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got
0: really excited when I heard that because I thought it was just going to be like another Back for Blood or Left for Dead, and uh, it's certainly sounding to be a lot more competent. Uh, this is the Austin studio. Making it, I think the last thing they did was pray, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, really cool stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not super excited about Redfall generally, but it, again, just from a preservation standpoint, um, from a playability standpoint, I think that's a that's a good move. I mean, I, I know I talked about like wanting to just be able to buy a disc and be able to play your game, and that's probably still outside the scope here because every game has a fucking day one patch and. Uh, most of the games that you buy, uh, <laughs> like physically, are uh, more or less fucked until you download a patch or two or five to get them working the way they should. Because uh, still, the the way the way video games get released is is busted and shitty. Uh, but at least they'll be playable in in some form or fashion. Unlike totally. some of the, some of those games, like hey, that Anthem disc you have. Don't mean shit now. A penny um, at GameStop. Yeah. But not worth it. Like it's it's a coaster at that point. Um, let's let's uh, very quickly talk a little bit more about Destiny 2 here. Um, not specifically about the game, but uh there was news that um one of its chief voice actors here, Lance Reddick, who plays the uh voice of the awoken vanguard leader Zavala. Um, also prolific actor in his own right. He's you can see him in John Wick, chapter four, which is coming out this weekend, I think this weekend. Um, so he'll he'll still be in that uh, posthumously. Um he the wire obviously uh one of the best shows of all time. he played a big part there um he's passed away uh t m z reported this it was uh reported as natural causes. I think he was sixty five I thought he was a sixty maybe just sixty, maybe just sixty um but uh no no more news has really come out other than people offering condolences the the gaming aspect of it that I thought was kind of interesting. And I even ended up participating in um, this happened last Thursday or last Friday. I think last Friday, I think Um, there were uh, a lot of people when when they heard the news, they logged into Destiny, went to the tower where Zavala uh, stands and they did emotes of uh you know kneeling down or yeah. uh like showing showing their grief in a way and showing a tribute to um Zavala slash more in that moment Lance Reddick himself um and a lot of photos were going around on twitter about it um and it was just i i think it was really nice i i usually don't get too caught up in celebrity deaths um you know, I, yeah. I don't know these people. They're they're not my friends. Uh, I can appreciate their work without, you know, knowing, you know, again, personally, that doesn't mean too much to me. But uh, for whatever reason, this one, maybe it's just because I've heard his voice so many times uh, as as the and and his other uh roles as well but uh there was something that compelled me to go you know i i think i want to do that too i want to be a part of that and and i logged in and i like, there were still a, a a ton of people at the tower um oh, yeah. destiny is a game that is instanced so there's only i think it's 25 maybe maybe it's higher maybe it's something like 40 but there's there's only so many people allowed in one instance of the tower is uh, at a time and then there's a ton of different instances of it yeah. so for me to come into a pack of let's say 25 players at the tower and you know 15 of them are over Ed Zavala doing this while the other 10 are doing something at their vault or going and getting bounties and just playing the game normally. um, I thought was, was really cool that there was this outpouring of support. Uh, I know his family has reached out uh, on Twitter and, and social media and thanked people and, and talked about how much he loved the loved destiny, the game and the community. Um, And he'll, he'll be missed. He's a, he was a good dude. Yeah. I, uh,
0: I think that he did a lot of great things, obviously. So he called out one that really impacted me was his performance of Silence and Horizon. And uh, here in just a few weeks, we get the expansion. And I'm really curious what we get from Silence, if that. So uh, fucking gone too soon. It would seem like he was involved in so much stuff. And I, I hope everybody surrounded uh, themselves and his work and enjoyed some memories like you did with destiny there's a lot of great things you can check out and uh we will miss him for sure he was a great actor
1: yeah absolutely i again i don't know why i did this i'm it's probably a very silly thing uh i have the quantum break game movie which is like two hours long on youtube i've got that pulled up i don't think i want to play quantum break but part of me does kind of like I, I kind of want to see what the story of Quantum Break was and see some more Lance Reddick. That'd be that'd be a cool thing yeah. to do. So we'll see um, a couple more stories here. One, uh, Valve announced that Counter-Strike 2 is coming out this summer. Counter-Strike, uh, one of <laughs> the biggest fucking video games out there right now. Uh, yeah, fuck it. we'll just put a two on there. Uh, um, so this is this is really I, I don't know what's going to happen to Counter-Strike GO or Counter-Strike Global Offensive. I don't know if that's if it's going away or if it'll still be around. I assume it would probably still be around uh, as they hope people migrate to Counter-Strike 2. But Counter-Strike 2, Valve is saying that this is an overhaul to every system, every piece of content and every part of the Counter-Strike experience. Um, I know it's going to be part of it's going to be put on the Source 2 engine um which is more capable for a lot of this stuff um they one of the other big things they talked about were tick rates um, yes. I'm not a big PvP guy so I that doesn't mean a ton to me but it I, it means that it's going to run uh better for people like t- a tick rate I know is like the game will check in it's it's kind of like a refresh rate on a TV where like it, it has to go through this cycle to check to make sure that everything's still where it was, where it's supposed to be, and then it can check that against itself every time it "quote unquote" ticks. Um, so instead of having a, a like a, a positive tick rate or a, a specific thing, Valve is saying they have what they're dubbing a sub tick rate, which I guess to them yes. means like it's it's basically the game is going to run smoother and and have fewer uh hiccups to that um which you know if you're playing a game as precise and fast-paced as something like counter-strike i would assume you would like that so i hope they like it because they certainly will never get a counter-strike three (laughs) absolutely not because Valve doesn't know how to count to three I no. mean it, it is absurd to think that this is the second Counter-Strike I game know. They've, they've made a lot of Counter-Strike games but um, but yes it is funny that just nothing with a three will ever come out from nope. Valve they're just incapable of they doing it. Do it think of all the franchises they have they have I know. Half-Life they have Team Fortress they have Portal they have um, Dota they have Left for Dead they have Counter-Strike none None of which have a three I, all I of know. which have a two it's insane
0: I it's incredible know. it's I incredible know. those fucking dummies I, I think it's gotta just be a joke at this point right it's like cause dude they, even if there was another one it would it would not be it would not be team fortress 2 or portal 2 it'd be like portal 2.5
1: they, yeah, they, they were. I, I mean, we got Half Life Alex, and but I think I think somebody could say like, "Oh, that's again, that's a VR thing. It's it's not really. I mean, it's it's a continuation of the Half Life story, but it's not." a three right? right like this it's not the the finished saga of gordon freeman we're not gonna put a three on that but at the same time put a three on something just so people know that you can do it <laughs> i know it's fucking crazy man. Uh, man all right well let's end this on a, a more of a bit of a downer here uh, dice slash ea ea who owns dice Um, are saying they're going to be pulling Battlefield Bad Company one and two and also Battlefield 1943 from digital storefronts. The final day that you can buy these games is going to be April 28th. Um, EA says they're doing this now uh, in anticipation of the multiplayer servers going down in December. I think it's December 8th uh, for all of these. Now, a game like Battlefield 1943 is a completely PvP experience. So when the servers go down, you can't play the game at all. It it makes some sense to take that off your digital storefronts, even though I still think that sucks. Uh, but I understand the the money realities of we can't keep these servers up forever if nobody's playing it or not enough people are playing it. Now, Battlefield Bad Company 1 and 2, those games do have multiplayer components. Those are obviously going to go down as well when they take the servers down, but those games also have single-player components. Um, The single-player components of those games, if you own those games uh, digitally or physically, you can still play. Uh, You will still be able to play through those campaigns. I played Battlefield Bad Company 1, I think. I don't know if I played 2. I remember really liking it. Um, Cool. So, like... Those are good. Those are good games. Um, but I guess because the multiplayer component is going to be gone, they're worried that maybe that would make uh, somebody somebody buys that game digitally and goes, all oh, the multiplayer doesn't work. I don't know. I mean, you're, they're not going to do extra work to it just to say, hey, we excised the multiplayer out of this uh, out of the game. And now we're going to sell, I don't know, just the bad company one campaign for fifteen, twenty bucks instead of, you know, the thirty or forty we we're charging for the full thing. I get that they're not gonna do that because again, money, in fact, what we'll probably get is bad company remastered or bad company remake or whatever. Um or a bad company three. I fuck it, I don't know. They haven't made a bad company for a long while though. Um but I, I still think it sucks that there are games out there that you are going to have fewer ways to play. Um, Yes, you can still buy an Xbox 360 copy of Bad Company One and play the campaign that way. So it's, you know, not all hope is lost, but it does it does suck that a more convenient way of accessing what are pretty good games um, is going to be gone. I think I think that sucks. Agreed. I think that sucks big time. What also sucks uh, in in a different way is that when they originally made this announcement, they included Mirror's Edge on that list. Yes, I saw that. Um, And then there was uh, I don't know how much immediate backlash there was, but there definitely was some. Because uh, then, pretty quickly, uh, Dice came back and said, uh, uh, Actually, no, um, it wasn't uh, Mirror's Edge, wasn't supposed to be there. That was an error. Um, that will continue to, to stay available digitally. I don't know how you make that error. How Dude, do you, like, nobody just mistypes no. a number of times to be able to spell out mirrors. Edge. Like, it would take a lot of monkeys with a lot of typewriters to, to come up with Mirror's Edge as part of that list. Um, so, I, I feel like uh, they learned real quick that people still want mirror's edge don't you uh, to be available you can
0: have it from my cold dead hands dice and that
1: game is a single player game i don't like there might be like some leaderboards or some time trial stuff there that's know, that has like a multiplayer component but that is not a multiplayer game uh, i i guess i don't understand why you would even consider taking mirror's edge off a digital storefront if you didn't have to but I also don't own a video game company, so I guess I don't I don't specifically know. Anyway, I'm glad the Mirror's Edge is still around Mirror's Edge. Still a pretty cool game. I I didn't love the way it played, but I loved, loved, loved the way it looked. And uh, and so I'm glad it's continuing to have life out there. Um, Even if I pour one out for your bad company, one and two and 43, I guess. Yes. That's your news, Bobby. That's the news.
0: These are the credits. We've had a hell of a week. If you want to follow along with what we've got going on, you can do so by going to that link and chat. Uh, our link tree is linktree slash the casual hour. And we have all kinds of fun stuff there that you can tune into, including recaps of some of our other live streams, which on Monday night I did play Destiny 2 with Chase. We beat the campaign. So... Buyer beware! There's going to be some spoilers on that that uh, video on demand, but will there wait. be? Will there? No. no. What's What's the spoiler, Bobby? What's the veil? Let people know what the veil is. It's a uh, It's a Magic Eye poster from the 90s. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so the we spo- check that out. The
1: spoiler warning needed. <laughs> that's yep. Hey, that's just what it is. <laughs>
0: uh, we had a quick look go up on Tuesday for the prologue to Ash of Gods: The Way, which is a follow up to Ash of Gods: Redemption. Uh, That game seems pretty all right. Chase and I had a good time with it. You can go find that quick look right now. You heard episode 317 of the Casual Hour tonight or whenever you're listening to this. On this upcoming Thursday, we have another quick look going up for Terraformers. This is a uh, deck building light, 3x light strategy game. And I got to show that to Chase. We had a good time with that as well. And uh, if you wanna see Diablo 4 beta, hopefully in action with the server stuff, you can tune in Friday night at 10.30 p.m. Central right here at twitch.tv slash the casual hour and check out the fun new classes there. So tune in and hang out and say hello. Chase, what do you got going on?
1: Uh, not a ton. Uh, PAX East is tomorrow, I think. Uh, so our good friend Pierce Corshane, good friend of the show Pierce Corshane, is working that. I think Jiggy's probably there. Uh, he, might, oh, yeah. he might be there. He lives around the area. Um, so uh, there's there's not going to be a new episode of Pilot Program for a little bit, because I'm waiting for Pierce to get back from from um, from his uh, from PAX East. Um, our Our next episode will be on Deadwood. Which is a show I hadn't seen until tonight. Um, so I, I watched episode one of that, and I'm looking forward to talking about that with Pierce on. We that watched episode. episode two tonight of Deadwood. I've seen all
0: that. Sarah hasn't. She wanted to start it, so we watched episode one a few nights ago, and
1: we watched episode two tonight. Maybe we should bring you both on. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have an, a big a big old party for. Yeah. Uh, for pilot program that'd be fun um but yeah thank you, uh that's uh that's kind of what i got going on there's there's some other things that are in the hopper uh there's new episode of gamers on the go that's uh being planned out there's um some chasey k play stuff that i'm still considering about and, and thinking how i'm gonna do that but uh, but yeah for now the the most immediate thing are probably the gamers on the go episode and uh that Deadwood episode of Pilot Program. If you want to go listen to the last episode of Pilot Programming that we did, Pierce and I talked about the TV show Archer. Um, we both uh, didn't love it as much this time around. But uh, I think it was a good conversation. So you can find oh, nice that guy. at Pilot Program on the link tree that Bobby has in the chat.
0: Very cool. Uh, chat, thanks for up and by and hanging out with us. Everybody else listening, come back and check out one of our live episodes where you can. And uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Take care.